so we are back. I don't know why I say we. It's it's me, guys. It's it's just me, y'all. Um, and I have the rest of the questions from um, that like day people were submitting things on Instagram to me. So today I'm going to cover best social distance dates, um, the topic of couples that don't fight, and how to tell someone when they're um, doing something you're not into. I don't want to say they're doing something wrong, but just something you're not into uh, without hurting their feelings. Okay, let's dive in. Okay, best social distance dates. I have these split up into two categories because I think there's like the dates where you're already with someone, like maybe you have a partner already and you're just trying to be distant from other people. And then when you're like getting to know someone and trying to figure out like what the fuck to do with them. Okay. So if you are, if you already like have a person that, um, you are seeing or for whatever reason feels safe around, like you're not trying to keep distance between each other, just from like other couples or other humans in the world. Um, I would say drive-in movie because I think it's so cute and I think it's so cute based off of, I guess, Greece. I don't know. I've never been to one and I, it's on my list of like my non-bucket list, just that like list of like not, not random things, but like things I want to do. Um, and most of our, most of it are just things I end up doing with friends, but I think that'd be such a cute date. Um, I think I mentioned that one last week for something too, uh, for like, if you're trying to kind of have those like somewhat social interactions where like you would normally, people would be hanging out at someone's house or a party or whatever. Like you can just tell a bunch of people to go to the drive-in movie theater out in Goochland. That's the only one I know of. Um, and you know, keep your distance, but like have this experience together. Cute. Okay. So yeah watch a movie. Um, I, my next one is, this is something I really love doing and am so fucking bad at. Um, but it's always, it's always just a goofy time. So I say go ice skating. Um, and this is specifically in the group for if you're already like with your person, uh, because I think, I think if you're, you know, if you're trying to keep distance with the person you're seeing and you go ice, I just don't think that's possible to keep distance like that, even though, and like you think outside it's fine and stuff, but, uh, you know, they say the droplets are, they travel easier through cold air and stuff. So if you're going to do the ice skating thing, make it with the person that you're like consistently seeing, I say, um, and then the next three are kind of like, they could all go hand in hand. Um, it's like a thruple of a date, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I really, and I didn't need to use that word. So apologies if I've offended anybody. Um, but I put picnics, hikes, and camping. Okay. I decided, I don't remember when, but I decided I could never date someone who didn't like camping <laughs> like if they were just like nope not my thing don't like to go I think it would be really tough for me to like want to 
commit a good amount of time to them. So, um, yeah, if you've, if you've got somebody or somebody's, I say go camping because it's the fucking best. Um, and then you can have like mini dates while you're doing that, you know, go on a hike, have a picnic, pack a picnic, go on a hike, you know, any, any combo of those. Um, I say those are super cute and yeah, these are definitely the ones that I feel like if you're just, if you're keeping your bubble tight, you can do this with that with them you know I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like these are just if you're dating like one person because like I don't know what y'all do and it's not really any of my business so there have at it have fun okay next set of dates now these are for my suggestions for people who are just getting to know somebody or um you know are not trying to be physically close to the person that they're seeing. Um, but these could also work for people who are already in long-distance relationships. Okay, before I go into this list, that is my biggest gripe about everything I have fucking read on the internet about dating during the pandemic. Um, and these are admittedly all things I read after uh, my... Uh, piece was published on Refinery29 about dating in the pandemic and definitely like a very different sort of take but people act like there weren't long distance relationships before this shit people have done been doing it so like if you want to get out there buck up get out there but like don't get out there you know what I mean Abby like stay safe okay jumping off the high horse here we go um Netflix party is that what it's called it might be called something else but um watch a movie together <laughs> separately and I say make it a scary movie <laughs> um I don't know what it is in my fucked up brain but I do think that like watching a scary movie together is like way cuter and I don't know I don't want to say like romantic but you know I just feel like it's just it's a vibe <laughs> like I was I in high school no I think I was like just out of high school and I went on a date with this guy and we watched like a rom-com and it just felt like such a bad idea like yeah no I would I would save that for someone you've you already kind of know um, if you're just like doing the getting to know, I say make it a scary movie. Um, and then, you know, you can like chat about it after or during. I, okay. I like to talk during movies if I'm not at a movie theater. If I'm not at a movie theater, I don't think I talk, but I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm okay at the movies. Moving on. Okay. Um, get delivery for each other. Like, a meal delivered to one another, and then have dinner over Zoom. I think people were doing this a lot more in the beginning, and maybe, you know, yeah, Zoom fatigue is for sure a thing. Um, but, you know, maybe look at other ways you can, like, limit your Zoom intake. Um, I definitely, for me, at one point, like, over the last couple months, I feel like it, I was sort of being like, 
more like, oh, I actually can't do that meeting, but I'm happy to add notes in by email or, you know, add notes to the doc or whatever, stuff like that. But, you know, think about your work balance and remember that, like, we still need to stay connected to our friends and our people. And if you're trying to build these relationships, that's a thing too. So yeah, think about, think about the balance y'all. Um, I'm not saying skip out and every meeting so you can like zoom with the hottie, you know, who lives 10 minutes away, but you're probably not going to see physically for a while. Uh, I mean, unless that's, unless that's your jam, then like, follow your heart. What do I always say? Follow your heart, but be smart and safe. Okay. The next one. All right. This takes a lot more work, but it could be fun. I think it's just like, you've got to be really strategic. I don't think it's impossible to do this next one I'm going to say, to do it safely. Um, But yeah, you'll definitely need your thinking cap on for this. Set up a scavenger hunt for the other person. I mean, how cute, right? Have I ever done this? No, but I feel like it's something I would see in a Hallmark movie. But you know, don't put them in like places that are super busy. um, Or super secluded that's like the other part of it because if this is new you don't want to seem like a creepo um so yeah put your thinking cap on and or you know what you can also like try to do it digitally um there's that option okay um i this next one is Something I really like to do that I almost never do when I'm, well, okay, wait, that's not totally correct. I'll start with this. When I'm dating someone, I really like when I can, when we can like sit in the same room and either just not be doing the same thing or like doing similar things, but not having to like completely like engage with one another right because as most of you know I really love my alone time I do but I also just like when someone is around sometimes um so this is kind of like that balance so duh easy example you're sitting in the same room and you're both reading okay well how about for this like sort of datey thing where you're trying to get to know somebody either you send each other a book, okay, and then, you know, read it on your own time or be like, hey, let's, like, uh, set some time for, like, a week from now and talk about it. Or you both pick a book that you've never read and you have, like, your own little book club. How cute. How intimate. <laughs> I don't know if that's really intimate. I mean, I think it kind of depends on the book. But... I like it because it sort of already builds this thing that, like, is just yours, you know? Eddie K. But if somebody suggested this to me, I would be like, wow, that's hot. (laughs) 
Um, and I mean, it's sort of, it's almost like watching a movie together, but I feel like this also can set you up for like multiple dates. I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends how fast you read the book or whatever, but that's something to think about. And lastly, and this could really go in both categories, um, just like sexed, <laughs> but guys, everybody, y'all. Make sure you're both on the same fucking page, okay? Don't, like, don't try to be, like, coy about it. Like, you definitely want to have their consent, right? So don't, like, I don't know, just be direct. Just If that's what you want to do, just be direct. And if they're not into it, don't try to, like, change their mind. That's weird. Um, that is one thing that I really, like, can't fucking stand. So, if someone's not into it, don't try to persuade them. And, yeah. Follow your heart. Be smart. Boom. There it is. Cool. Um, okay. Let's move on to... Couples that don't fight. Okay, so somebody asked, like, about couples who don't fight, and is it a choice or is it natural? And I think it just depends on the couple. Like, I don't think, I don't think it, I personally don't think it's normal, or not normal is a bad word to use, but I don't think it's natural for to any pair of humans, whether it's romantic or platonic, to, like, never have a fight I mean one of my best friends I've we've known each other like literally our whole lives and we maybe have fought like twice maybe like when we were much younger but that's also because like we don't see each other very frequently so the times we do it's all like good or it's typically you know we're like just filling each each other in on like what has happened since you know that's just that's how we communicate with one another. Um, on the other hand, another person who is like one of my best friends, we communicate very regularly and we have had much bigger fights. Um, not a whole lot. And we've definitely had like smaller, you know, like tiffs or whatever. But yeah, it kind of just depends on the couple. I don't I don't like to think there's like a standard for anything when we're talking about like our hearts. Maybe that's idealistic, IDK. Um, also, I would think about like, this kind of makes me think this person is in one of these categories and I don't know which one. Um, or I guess like it's just one category of like they don't fight. Um, I would if I found myself really in a relationship where there was no fighting, I, I like knowing me and how I am, because I can, you know, someone goes in, I'll go in too. So I would say like, well, why do they not fight? Okay. Is this a couple that is just really great at communication with one another? So it's like, all of the shit that would normally turn into an argument gets squashed pretty early on. Um, 
Or is it a couple who's just good at ignoring things? Like, I've definitely been in that, you know? And even the other one, like, I think in in certain relationships, there was definitely a period where it seemed like, oh, we're just, like, so very on the same page. Um, It's easy to, like, open up to this person or, you know... To, I feel like we're really listening to each other and then, you know, so it, it seems like there's this period where there's no fighting. Um, also, like, what constitutes a fight? Um, I definitely, I mean, there are times I've been like, I think we've all been annoyed with someone, um, with a partner, but it's not really like a fight. Maybe we're getting a little snippy with each other, but like, like, if I'm hangry and I'm being snippy, I don't call that a fight. That's just me being a bitch. So, you know, I think it depends on what you're looking at as fighting. Um, I've known couples who didn't really fight because they never really talked about, uh, not like important issues, but sort of. I mean, you know they hadn't broached those topics yet so maybe it also depends on like the timeline of this relationship like you know if you're if it's like kind of new and the biggest choices y'all have to make together are like what to eat for dinner yeah I would imagine that couple does not fight very much hopefully you know so unfortunately I don't really have uh the answer in terms of like, is it a choice or is it natural? Um, I think if, if it's the option of like, they're just really good at communicating with one another, then that fucking sounds rad because like fighting isn't, here's the thing, fighting itself is not fun. Like you can get a lot of growth out of it. You can learn a lot from the fight or whatever, but like, I do think there are healthier ways to deal, you know, it's just, are we all ever at the same point where we can, like, I can use my best coping mechanisms with whatever we're dealing with and you can use your best and it's all good and chill. Like, I just don't think those things often, or not often, but, you know, sometimes they don't line up and then we fight. I mean, I'm not fighting with anyone right now, but you know what I mean. Okay. Here's the part where I tell you what I love. First up, we have cheats movement. If you're not, like, looking at that regularly, or if you've never heard... I mean, I don't believe any of you have never heard of it, first off, um, but you should check it out. There's, like so much there's a podcast there's blog like there's um the essays uh the voices critical thought in a challenging time essays uh like especially if you're in richmond you definitely want to check that out if you have not already but yeah everything on here is the fucking coolest 
And then my second thing is Hot Models Comedy. <laughs> I super love them. They're hilarious. And they have really cool merch. Actually, both of these groups have really cool merch. Um, I've got some from both and I love it all so yeah that's what I love and you should love it too or like at least consider it I don't want to tell you how to feel okay I love you bye okay 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 so last one best way to tell someone they're doing something wrong without hurting their feelings okay that's how the question came in but I want to say that there is a big difference between doing something wrong and doing something we don't like Okay, so these are huge, this is a huge difference, and you need to know which one it is, um, which one that you're addressing, like, and it, you know, this is also going to depend on, like, how close you are with the person, like, what your approach is. I'm someone who, duh, obviously tends to, like, throw in some humor into something, and it sort of, maybe it is a little bit of the, like, to soften the blow kind of a thing. But that's also just how I communicate almost on the regular. So there's that. Um, first, I guess, I don't even want to call it advice. It's just like, just be honest. Like, can everyone just agree to be honest? You can be honest without being cruel. Um, I think that's kind of, this person was sort of like, how do you discuss these things without being cruel or rude? Um, be honest, say how you feel, um, use those I feel statements, you know, think about, like, don't just go in and tell someone, like, you're doing that, and it's like, you shouldn't do that, that's bad, whatever, you know, like, there are ways to say these things, we'll go over a few examples. Um, and I like, purposefully just wrote down the examples they gave me and I just wanted to like I don't want to say I wanted to like improvise what I was gonna say but I also wanted to see like how I might feel in the moment so this is all like kind of off the cuff so they what what is it is that so they say so, so to say so you know here I go again all my friends know I go to try and say these like sayings that everyone knows and I never know them my favorite one, though, this is such a tangent, is, and I'm going to fuck it up again, uh, when they say, like, now we're cooking with gas, I think, and I think I say, now we're cooking with fire, and I catch myself, and then I just say, now we're cooking, so there's that. Okay, back to this. Um, so this person said, you know, how do you do this regarding physical intimacy and weird quirks? Let's separate that because those could be two separate things. They could all be this. They could also be the same thing. Um, regarding physical intimacy, here's the thing: is like all of that, and I'm. I guess I'm specifically talking about sex. Like, should be good for all parties involved, right? So, I mean. I would say if you're asking this question, um, then you already know how it makes you feel. You probably already know, you know, like this way is uncomfortable. It hurts or, you know, what, whatever it may be. I think you just tell them that. And if, you know, 
a lot of us already know what we like. One, you know, it might be a good way to suggest doing something else. You know, switch up the position. Um, so yeah, I don't think, and like, I don't think that's rude. I don't think just being honest about like what you want or need is rude or cruel. You're just like, who's gonna, who would want to keep doing if they really care about you? Or, and I don't even mean like, uh, like this is a long term relationship or whatever, but just like in the moment, it's like if the the agreement is like we're gonna do this. And it's because you want to feel good. I want to feel good. I want to make you feel good. You want to make me feel good. Like, I don't think anyone, and I should back up, if anyone was, like, upset that you voiced how you felt, you got to get out of there. Like, that person is not worth it at any level. Like, don't even, that's not even a good, like, less than friends with benefits whatever just a hookup whatever is you know whatever it is like no if if someone can't handle you expressing how you feel fucking get rid of them they are not worth your time yeah um weird quirks i'm kind of curious like what are some weird quirks i don't I mean, okay, so this thing kind of happens. You ever, like, I'm going to ask a question and no one's going to answer me. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes we uh, we have a crush on someone and there's, like, these little things they do that make them them that are, like, so cute or so this or whatever. And then, you know, some time passes and all of a sudden it's like, why the fuck do they keep doing that? If it's stuff like that, then I think, I don't think it's like, like going back to what I said at the beginning of this segment, like, is it that they're doing something wrong or is it just something you don't like? Okay, here's an example. As some of you know, uh, some of you who are like my friends and who I have eaten meals with, I say, (laughs) because it's true, I have very large teeth and Sometimes they hit the fork and I'm really fucking sorry about it. And I've had um, guys be like, don't do that. I don't know. I get like, I get it, but it's also just like my body. I can't always like control that. So if it's something like that, and that's not really a weird quirk, I'd say, but you know, I do think with some of this, there are some things to just like let go of or also like I don't know what's a weird quirk someone always like um I don't know they rub their ears every time they laugh like that's kind of a weird quirk if it bothers you so much go away leave that person alone because they're not doing anything wrong they're just doing something you don't like and Stop trying to change people. Like, just leave them alone. Go find someone who doesn't rub their ears when they laugh. Like, some of these things, and the, you know, the things that are like, they're not doing something wrong, it's just something you don't like. Like, that could be avoided. I don't like liars, so I generally try to stay away from them. Okay, I'll go on to another example. <laughs> um, 
This person said garlic breath, smoker. Okay. The garlic breath one, just offer them a mint. Or just be like, ooh, we had a lot of garlic today. I'm going to have a mint. Would you like one? Um, or if it's like you don't have a mint, because, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, this now this is turning into, like, prop comedy. Um, if you don't have a mint or whatever, just be like, and you still, I mean, I guess the thing is, like, it's it sounds like this person wants to, like, oh, they're with someone, they want to kiss them, but th that person has garlic breath. It will just be like, oh, I know we just had a... Uh, a heavy meal or a really garlicky meal so like once we brush our teeth or once we get some mouthwash in or something like we can or like I would like to kiss you you know what I mean like you can put some of that on you again having garlic breath is not like a, a wrong thing it's just a thing you don't like <laughs> Um, and then the smoker thing. Okay. This is, if you don't want to kiss a smoker, why are you dating a smoker? Did this person start smoking like while y'all were together or whatever, or you didn't know they were a smoker? I don't know. I've dated a few smokers and it's not, I honestly, it's not a thing that ever bothered me. Maybe was I, I guess I was smoking on and off at the time while dating them so that's probably why but just like you know it's like the weird quirk thing you most I don't know you probably if you knew they were a smoker don't kiss them like don't date them and you know maybe maybe that sounds callous or whatever but here's the thing y'all there are a lot of people on this earth and I know right now is a weird, tough time to be meeting someone. But, like, why would you waste time on someone who already has these things you don't like? That's, I don't know, that's how I feel about that. Um, let's see, what other? Yeah, and I, honestly, I don't think any of this is, like, so how do you discuss without being cruel or rude? I don't think it's rude to suggest like that y'all get some mouthwash before making out or whatever. Um, and it's also maybe like this is also taking we're talking about like how someone might interpret what we say. And that's not really a thing we can control. Like obviously there's a difference between saying like, I really don't want to kiss you until you clean your mouth versus, okay, let's get some mouthwash because I want to make out with you so bad and I can still taste dinner. Like those are two very different deliveries, you know? So think about, oh, here's one. Think about how you'd want it to be said to you. Yeah. <laughs> but those are my takeaways for that and I think that's I think that's it I think I answered everything so yeah thank you to everyone who submitted questions this was so fucking fun remember to check out patreon.com slash almost underscore nothing for bonus content please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts 
and leave a review. I'd love to hear from you. Our theme music, Covey's Monologue, was written by Michael Bodine and performed by Charlie Warner. This episode is brought to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Find more info at rvapodcast.org. Thank you.